Thank you for tuning into Weathering the Storm podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. That's scatteredabroad.org. In this podcast, our goal is to help us weather the storms of life by looking to and sustaining an unwavering faith in God. Here is your host, Drew Suttles. Hello and welcome to Weathering the Storm, a podcast where we strive to weather the storms of life by sustaining an unwavering faith in God. I'm your host, Drew Suttles, and I welcome you back. Uh, Thank you so much for listening in today. Uh, As we are now in Season 3, Episode 3, And we are uh, just truly appreciative of everyone who's taking the time out to listen. And I hope and pray that this podcast is helping you in some way uh, to weather the different storms that you may be facing uh, in your daily life. I want to remind everyone that this podcast is now on the Scattered Abroad Network. And I want to do my best to mention this every episode because uh, we're excited about this effort and we're really striving to... Uh, get this podcast out and, and try to reach as many people as we can with, with the Word of God and with the Gospel. And so if you will, if you haven't already, go like us on Facebook, check us out on Instagram. And as always, we, we encourage you and we we covet your prayers, uh, that you'll pray for us, pray for this effort, that we can keep it going, and that we can provide the kind of content that will bring God glory, but also the content that will help everyone who listens to be stronger, stronger in their faith, stronger in their conviction, stronger in their walk every day, striving to be more like Jesus. And so again, thank you so much for listening. I hope this has been helpful so far, and I hope today's episode will be helpful as we all strive to weather the different storms that we face. In episode one, we discussed the example of Noah. In last episode, we looked at the example of Abraham. And today we come to the example of a man by the name of Joseph. Now you'll notice that all three of these examples are found in the book of Genesis. And there's so much that can be found in the book of Genesis. And certainly we could look at several examples, but I decided to go with these three. Because if you think about Noah and Abraham and Joseph, you really have the bulk of what's taking place in the book of Genesis. In fact, if you look at Joseph, we have from Genesis 37 to the end of the book there in chapter 50, and a lot of it uh, focuses on the life of Joseph, uh, just like a lot of the book focuses on the life of Abraham. And so I decided to go with Joseph, and I believe there are just a ton of lessons that we can learn from him. Certainly, we think about Joseph being a type of Christ, and that's a very rich study in and of itself. But the purpose of this episode is to look at the example of Joseph And notice how he was able to weather the different storms that he faced in hopes that we can make the application to our lives and weather the storm. Today we want to learn what it takes to be pleasing to God even when the path is difficult. You know, we think about life and and someone has once said that life at best is hard. And that's true, isn't it? I've been very fortunate very blessed in the 28 years I've been alive to have a family that that I can lean on, a family that loves me. I've been able to have wonderful friendships and relationships uh, through playing sports and now coaching. I'm just so thankful for everyone who's in my life, thankful for my, my wife and the support that she constantly gives me for our four beautiful children. I'm just blessed beyond measure. 
And I know that I have God to thank because every good and perfect gift comes from Him. James 1.17. Uh, when we think about how blessed we are, it's important to keep in mind and keep into the right perspective that there are those in Bible times, those who lived, as we read about them in Scripture, we need to remember they were people and they faced things like we did. But you think about the path that they had to take and how difficult it was for so many of them. Here we want to think about Joseph, and, and no doubt Joseph was one who maintained his integrity. Joseph was one who had exceptional character. Joseph was one who trusted in God, kept his faith in God. But his path was not easy. If you have your Bibles, I invite you to Genesis 37 for just a moment. As we think about Joseph and what he had to go through, we start off this great chapter thinking about Joseph and his dreams of greatness. And you remember that Jacob showed favoritism to him. In fact, verse 3 says that Jacob loved Joseph more than all his children. He was the son of his old age. He gave him the coat of many colors. Well, of course, this didn't make his brothers very happy. And we find in this chapter that Joseph was sold by his brothers into slavery. Now, we stop there for just a moment and consider this. Joseph, in the first point I want to focus on, suffered wrong for doing right. Joseph suffered wrong for doing right. Here's Joseph, and he comes out and he shares these, these dreams that he's having with his brothers and with his family. And they take that to, to mean that, that he is arrogant, that he's cocky, that he thinks he has everything figured out, that he's better than all of them. They don't take that kindly, but, but Joseph was speaking truth, wasn't he? But here he suffered wrong for doing right. Not only is he sold by his brothers, he sold into Egypt. And there we know that the people of God would go through very difficult, rigorous labor as we go to the book of Exodus. But here we think about Joseph and we think about him being a slave far away from his family. How easy it would have been for him to throw up his hands and say, you know, I've done nothing wrong and yet here I am. If we're not careful, we can have that same mentality. You know, as Christians, we suffer. And many times we're going to be persecuted. We're going to go through difficult times, but we're going to get to that later as we think about the application, but I just want us to think about that for a moment. You know, this we shouldn't be surprised by suffering. It's a fact of life. But here's Joseph who suffered wrong for doing right. In Genesis chapter 39, we read about Joseph becoming a slave in Egypt. Again, he was taken down to Egypt, but, but he was able to be in a position where he could work for a man named Potiphar. Potiphar was an officer of Pharaoh. He was a captain of the guard. He was an Egyptian. And he's the one who took uh, Joseph uh, to work and to labor with him. But now when we think about Joseph suffering wrong for doing right. We have Joseph who, unlike David, was able to avoid the temptation that came his way. He was faced with a very difficult thing. He was tempted. And we know that it was a temptation because every man is tempted when he's drawn away of his own lust and enticed, according to James chapter 1. And being a man, it says that in verse 6, that he was handsome in form and appearance. Well, Potiphar, the man he worked for, Potiphar's wife, cast longing eyes on Joseph and asked him to lay with her. 
Now, again, you think about Joseph being far away from home. Nobody would have ever seen what took place. Maybe he could have thought, you know what? I haven't done anything wrong yet. Here I am. I'm going to give in to this. But Joseph didn't. He took the high road. He took the, the high route. In verse 8, it says he refused. He said to his master's wife, look, my master does not know what is with me in the house and He's committed all that he has to my hand. There's no one greater in this house than I, nor has he kept back anything from me but you because you are his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? You see his mentality? Even though he's suffering, even though he's in a difficult position, now he's being pressed with this. He says, my, the most important thing to me is, is pleasing God. If I do this, it will not be pleasing to God. But then as we think about his suffering, she spoke to Joseph day by day, even though he didn't heed her. It finally came to the point, you remember, that she grabbed the coat, the edge of his uh, his garment, and then she went and, and, and spilled this whole story about how Joseph had, had come on to her instead of the other way around. And now Joseph is thrown into prison. Could you imagine what he felt like and what he was going through? First, he's sold by his own brothers. Now he's being wrongly accused of something. And now he finds himself miles and miles from home in a prison in Egypt. He suffered wrong for doing right. And yet he was able to weather the storm by keeping his faith and his focus on God. That brings us to the second point, and that's that Joseph endured the difficult path instead of taking the easy one. Yes, he suffered wrong for doing right, but he also endured the difficult path when he could have taken an easy one. He, he could have laid with Potiphar's wife. He could have found a way to escape prison. There's so many different scenarios that we could figure in our minds about how Joseph could have gotten around what he was going through. And yet, he endured. He stayed faithful to God. He stayed focused. He went through this difficult path of being in the prison, but then we find that Pharaoh had a dream. Remember back in Genesis 37 that Joseph understood a little bit about dreams. God gave him the ability to interpret Pharaoh's dreams and because of that, we find that Joseph was able to rise to power. That's what we find in, in Genesis 41. He would be in a position now, not in the prison, but right there at the right hand of Potiphar, one of the most powerful men in Egypt. Later, you read about his brothers coming, and now he has the ability to forgive them and to allow his family to come and live there in Egypt and flourish in that land. None of that would have happened if he would have taken the easy route. Was he weathering? Was he facing a storm? Yes. Was he able to weather it? Yes, he was. At any given time, he could have thrown up his hands and said, I'm not doing this. This isn't fair. But instead, he, he kept moving forward and he kept his faith in God and he endured the difficult path. Third and finally, let's consider that though Joseph suffered wrong for doing right, he endured the difficult path instead of taking the easy one. And because of that, he was propelled from the pit to the palace. And here's why. Because God was with him. 
You see, Joseph put God first, and he kept his faith in God, and because of that, God was with Joseph. I want you to notice these statements that are made. Genesis 39 and verse 2, the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man. Genesis 39 and verse 3, his master saw that the Lord was with him, and the Lord made all that he did prosper in his hand. After he was thrown in prison, verse 21, but the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. Verse 23, the Lord was with him and whatever he did, the Lord made it prosper. You see, even though it seemed like Joseph was going through all of this by himself, he was never alone, was he? And oh, the application that we can make to our Christian walk. Sometimes we feel all alone. Sometimes we may even feel like Joseph, that we're suffering and we haven't done anything wrong, that, that we're having to go through this difficulty, that we're having to, to endure this difficult path. But we can take heart in knowing that we are not alone when we do that. And God can take us from a lowly position and exalt us. God can take us from the pit to the palace, just like he did with Joseph. You know, in chapter 50, in verse 20, there's an amazing statement made. Joseph, in speaking to those who did him wrong, said, you did me wrong, but God meant it for good. You know, we, we may be going through a difficult time right now. We may be suffering right now. But let's keep in mind that, that God might mean it for good. It might be something that's going to help us later on. And that'll help us, certainly, to weather the storm as it comes our way. In the final few moments, let's consider some application that we can make when we think about weathering the storm like Joseph did. Number one, we too may suffer for doing right. And in fact, as Christians, it is to be expected. All those who strive to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution, 2 Timothy 3.12. You know, we're, we're going to have to suffer, but let's embrace it because we're in pretty good company if we do. Number two, as we think about Joseph enduring the difficult path, you know, the easy path is there for the taking. But the difficult path is the one we must endure if we want to be pleasing to God. Jesus said, enter in at the difficult gate. For wide is the gate, broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in there. But straight is the gate, or difficult is the gate, narrow is the way that leads to life, and few there be that find it. You know, my dad always says to me, if it were easy, everybody would be doing it. And when you think about that from a spiritual perspective, you know, when it's easy, that's where the multitude's going to go. Let's take the easy road. You know, Joseph could have done that, but he didn't. We too have the choice, but I hope and pray that we will always make the right choice and take the path that God wants us to take, even if it may be difficult. In Luke 13 and verse 24, Jesus said, strive to enter in a difficult gate. The word strive there is the word, the Greek word agonizomai. We, we hear in that the word agony, agonize. The Christian life is, is a fight. But if we will maintain, we will endure, then it will be worth it. In fact, heaven will surely be worth it all. The Apostle Paul, one who definitely was not immune to uh, the suffering that took place, he suffered greatly. He said, I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us, Romans 8, 18. And that's what can keep us going. We can endure that difficult path because we know what's at the end. 
It's eternal life of the Lord. But finally, we consider how Joseph was propelled from the pit to the palace, all because God was with him. And if we will stay close to God, he will stay close to us. And we too can be exalted in the end. You know, you think about those who in scripture, when their roles were reversed, for example, the rich man in Lazarus, <laughs> rich man seemed to have it all, didn't he? But when he died, that was it. He was in torment. But then you have Lazarus who went on a difficult path and who suffered. But when he died, he was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. The roles were reversed. You think about the Pharisee and the publican in that parable that Jesus taught and the prayers that were offered. One prayer was neglected and one was heard by God. You think about uh, the example of Mephibosheth, 2 Samuel chapter 9, who was lame on his feet and crippled, but then found himself as one of the, sitting at the king's table as one of the king's sons. You see, we can find so many examples in Scripture of the roles being reversed. Right now, you may be going through a difficult time. You may have a loved one or a friend who's going through a difficult time. But like Joseph, let's strive to endure. Let's strive to keep doing what God wants us to do because we have the true hope, the real hope of being exalted in the end. I'd like to close with a New Testament update, James chapter 4, verses 7 through 10. And from this text, we consider what we must do if we want to weather the storm and be exalted in the end. Therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. I hope and pray that whatever we're going through at this very moment, that we will endure, that we will stay the course, that we will keep the faith, that we will weather the storm because our God is able to exalt us from the pit to the palace if we will keep our faith and our focus on him. I thank you once again for listening today. I hope that this example of Joseph will encourage all of us and that it will help us in some way to weather the storm. Thank you so much and may God bless you. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms, and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ, even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.